my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? I am Monty. Excellent. You're crushing my soul and giving me a headache at the same time. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. Show me what you got. Is it too late to say that I, I kind of don't care for Star Wars? You can say that Dream. and find your way out the door. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Ah, uh, mighty Isis. And here we go. Hey guys, how's everything going today? Are we good? Are we happy? How's your soul? I didn't hear what the little comment was right before we went live. You're also not From talking into the microphone, Mr. so we can't 6, hear you. Jesus Christ. Mr. 6,000 Miles of Protection like had a little comment for me before we went live. Go ahead, oh. Mr. Sandwich. Monty, did you say something? Um, no, I, I, no, 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 no. No, it wasn't Mr. Monty. I'll try to deflect. Go ahead. Why don't you repeat your little comment, sir? I don't know what you're talking about. I, uh-huh. Yeah, I bet you don't. Listen, listen I've and nothing. I only say listen. supportive, and you know. Listen, you listen yes. to me. Yes, I'm listening. Planes, you think both planes, of you to listen to. Planes will fly again. <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles. Whatever it takes. Will fly again. Yeah. Episode. You ain't kidding. Episode six twenty. Planes will fly again. Planes, boats, <laughs> jeeps, crossing countries, all to just smack you in the mouth. I, I'm I'm glad we're starting off in like such a positive uh you know, I will threaten and kill you happy go lucky kind of intro to to the show. So no, that's, uh, no. Yeah. no 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 mm-hmm. no no one said kill. No one said kill. Okay. Nobody said. Kill. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to say that on an actual recording before something actually happens. So that's that's good. You want to yeah. cover yourself yeah. and everything. So Excellent. I'm just saying. First of all, if I was gonna have sandwich killed, sandwich would be the person I would call to kill somebody. <laughs> it's so a, what am I gonna do there? It's a true. I gotta circle. hire out. <laughs> it's a true circle of violence right there. So. Uh, I'd have to hire out. You know what problem that is? I've done all this work to bring sandwich to this point so that if I do need somebody killed, I just make a phone call. But if it's actually him, I got to like go outside. Outsourcing outsourcing is not uh, an easy task. So I It I, isn't. I, I kind of get you there. You got distance, you got COVID, there's quality control issues. You know, like it's you just can't do it. And it's just you cold just over here. Throw it out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's cold. And it's just cold here in Jersey right now. So uh Yeah. So there's there there's that on top of it. It's an extra fee just for that. Uh but boys, welcome to episode six twenty of Geek Stuff TNG. We'll we'll figure out what we're naming this bad boy. Uh, <laughs> six twenty, man. Later today. 
Uh, oh, that's not a thing, is it? Not so much. No, no. no like two episodes late. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's just quickly go to the Patreon before we have anyone subscribe after listening oh. to this intro as it is. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash geekstufftng for just a buck. Yeah. We love part of our lovely Discord service where uh, we're all joking around, talking about uh, stuff going on in the news. For $3. All of us. You get the show here. Yeah, for $3, you get the show a day and a half early, which is usually Wednesday night, and a sneak peek at the prep sheet. For five dollars, you get the weekend bonus show, which Big Kev, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Grandmama left a very long two minute voicemail uh condemning oh. her, her her little hoagie. Are we playing that in the second half? Well, we're not going to because she she uh immediately Did she left use playing. foul language? No, well it was two minutes. But she also left a, a follow up voicemail, which that's the one I'm gonna play. Uh, pretty much saying that she apologized because right after she left the voicemail, Sandwich posted right. uh, uh, the the sandwich shop that he was supposed to. Uh, so I, I'm withdrawing her threat about going to a pizza shop instead of a sandwich shop. Uh, so our, our, mm-hmm. we have a bunch of phone calls. Though, we have don't three. We? Don't we, we have, have like we have three. We have our boy Smith from Patreon who um. I just plum forgot to to put it in, even though it was like ready in the show. I forgot Vicious, to actually add it. Vicious, Vicious Smith. We got him. Us? We have oh boy, uh, Grandmama and not. I must West, have did something wrong if he called. And not West Coast Scott. Uh, it's not West Coast. It's Scott. not West Coast. Not, Scott. It, no. we, but we know who no. it is, and we'll play that, and we will identify the caller because we know who it is. Uh, I'm going to continue just with this for again in that five dollar tier. You got a vintage episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And for $10 a month, you get the show live on Instagram, which uh, is, again, just the hot mess that is gold right there. So lots of good stuff uh, uh, there on Patreon to supply uh, supply your listening um, you know, endeavors. So there you go. Uh, but, but guys, I want to start point, with something. Point, yes? Sir, point of information. Mm-hmm. Don't we have a segment from actual West Coast Scott as well? Not that I'm aware of. I wasn't sent one. Oh, it's, oh. Or told about anything. I think he. Sh- I think he sent it to the show email. I thought I sent you a text about that. Am I wrong? Uh, That's okay. We can. We can just do it. We'll chat about can, that later. We can... Yeah, we'll chat about yeah. that. Me. I have something now. Listen, guys. I have something much more important that we need to talk about. Okay. Yes. Uh oh. So, oh so big Kev. I want. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna focus this really at you because you're. You're my number one audience right here. I know. Um, how How are your eyes, sir? Oh, uh, here we go. How are your eyes? They're all right. Why? Like no cataracts or anything like that. Everything's good. No. Okay. Okay. No, that's good. That's good. Um, you know how how do you watch your 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 te- television show? Your streaming devices? Like everything is good. There's no issues. There's no problems or anything like that. With your I don't know where this is going. TV. But like everything's good. Like no. Everything, okay. Everything's good. Okay. Yeah. Mostly. Uh, then I'll just assume you're on the sauce or, or something because I watch Doom Patrol, and goddamn. It is beautiful. I loved every single second of the the two seasons. Uh, they had to pause the second season right now because there was a, the COVID as they were trying to thin, wrap everything up. So there's a bit of a delay on that. But mm-hmm. it is one of the best shows, hands down. Now I I'll you know I'll take it with a grain of salt. I haven't read the books. I actually picked up the Grant Morrison books because I kind of need a little bit of a fix right now. And it's Grant Morrison, so it's kind of hard to go wrong there. Uh, but it is such an entertaining, laugh out loud, bizarre, unique show. And I mean that in the best way possible. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it's one of my new favorite shows, period, right now. That's that's at least active and ongoing. It's just 
great and honestly i think it's probably the best thing um it's kind of kind of hard to really phrase it but it's definitely something of the property i like the most out of the dc universe uh whether it falls in line with the <laughs> movies is another thing but i absolutely it doesn't okay then i regardless this is one of my favorite shows uh that are that is ongoing at the moment so um yeah, I'm just concerned about, you know, your eyes and making sure you're okay because I just, I don't, honestly, I watch it and I'm like, how the well, hell do you not like this show? You addressed my criticism of it already. Go on. Which was, no, my criticism of it was that I, I have been a fan of the book and I don't think, I just don't think it translated well to TV. Okay. That was my that was my issue with it. My issue was I was so excited and, and don't forget, you know, like that was the show I was looking forward to on the the DC platform mm -hmm. there, and I so I had expectations going in, which is always you know it's just never really a good thing I should say. <laughs> um, yeah, but that said, my issue with it was entirely based on the fact that I am a big fan of the books and it just it just wasn't working for me on the screen as well as it did on the page. And I can't, I can't really give you a better explanation than that. I'm a huge doom patrol fan. I've read, if I haven't read all of doom patrol at this point, I think I'd be surprised. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm versed, okay. uh, but I just don't, I just don't think it successfully made the transition from, from uh, page to screen, as they say. Okay, that's uh, interesting. No, that doesn't mean that, you know, like, I, I'm not going to watch it. I am. And it's all of the things that you described. It's weird. It's blah, blah, blah. But for <laughs> me, reading the book and seeing the show just seems hokey okay. as compared to the book. I can't explain that further either. It's just the way that I Okay, feel. well, I'm going to – I picked up uh, some of the omnibuses that were uh, on oh, sale good. on Comixology. Uh, so some, I it, Like the really old stuff? Oh, oh, on 80, Comixology. Yeah, it was like 85 to 92 maybe? Yeah, you have to, you have to like see that. if they have – you have to see if they go back to the beginning, like the '60s. They do. Because let's not forget, you mm -hmm. know, for, for for those of for those in the audience that don't know, the X Men that everyone is so enamored with are actually a riff on Doom Patrol. Well, I, I'm going to be reading. I wanted to read uh, Graham Morrison's run because it's it's him. No, yeah. Um, no, not no, Graham Morrison. Totally should. Um, what did I just say? You said Graham Morrison. Said Graham Morrison. Yeah. Okay, for, for sorry, I'm having a week. Uh, so I'm gonna read the wrong. I'm gonna I want to read that yeah, series of books, and then I want to go back and 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 read the original stuff. You know, because yeah. you know it's kind of hard to go wrong. And apparently, when I've to been told from people that it's kind of like a, a riff off of uh, uh, a lot of the '80s stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna the, do the that. Grant Morrison stuff is yeah yeah the Grant Morrison stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to read that and go back to, to check it out. But again, I love the show and uh, I would recommend Great. it to folks and everything like that because uh, uh, it's probably because my uh, my HBO Max subscription lapses uh, or will run out in about a, a few days. But it's I like it so much. I would actually re-sign back up for the service. Make sure you watch The the Queen's Gambit. Uh, if I have enough time. Is that Netflix? I, I don't know. 
Is that Netflix? I thought I that was HBO Max. I think that's oh. Netflix. Oh, maybe it's Netflix. Yeah. Then make sure. I'm trying to think what's on HBO Max that you should watch. Uh, the, maybe the Game four, of Thrones. The four, the four hour long um, uh, two of uh, Snyder. Yeah. Ew. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's Doom move on. Is on there. Yeah, let's let's move on from uh, Doom Patrol because uh, I okay. I even I even promised like Patreon uh, folks I was going to talk about it last week and I just plum forgot. So uh, there's it's that. It's no Umbrella Academy for sure. That's what I'll say. For sure, it's a different Umbrella Academy though. It's more yeah. wacky, but well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say that we can't mention it because of uh, the embargo, but Wandavision so far, hmm, not bad. It's interesting. It, yeah, it's definitely different. It's definitely different. I'm enjoying it. It's hard. It's hard because it, it it's so far in the other direction from what we're used to from the MCU it's a hard that thing. it's kind of a little disjarring. And the rumors are unreal. There is a oh, new yeah. rumor about what the uh, what anything in that show means mm-hmm. three or four times a day. There's oh, yeah. rumors at this point. It's Grim Reaper. It's Magneto. It's the it, uh, Evan Peters is is gonna be in it somehow, and some people are saying he'll be Quicksilver from the Fox universe. And some people saying he'll be Mephisto, and just everything is just you know <laughs> like crazy town. Yeah, so. for sure. But um, I mean, honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why I like it just so much. I mean, besides again trying to be very vague because of the embargo. Uh, because you don't know where the hell it's going. Like you right. said, it made like a hard left turn compared to what we're used to. And it's something different. And in Feige, we trust. So I'm, I, I love the way it's going so far. And uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. So I don't actually mention any spoilers, uh, uh, as it were. But let's go into I don't one. know. Mm-hmm. Was there things to spoil? I mean, I don't, I'm not saying we I mean, should like, discuss it. Like, I'm just like... I just didn't pick up on anything that was like, ooh, that's a thing you that know somebody what? should. It's so bizarre. I just think someone needs to just go in knowing that they're going to expect the wackiness. So, you know, just kind Fair. of the expectations and everything like that. Uh, but let's Fair. get on a bunch of stuff because we're already kind of going. We already ate up a lot of time just talking about uh, Doom Patrol. But uh, okay. let's hit on a bunch of MCU stuff that's just been in the news uh, this past week. Um, so originally there was a, uh, article that came out saying Chris Evans was in talk to rejoin the MCU <laughs> and, and it was, it got circulated like crazy. Everybody was sharing the news and blah, blah, blah. Everybody loved it. And then Chris Evans put out a tweet saying it's news to me and, and a shrug emoji, uh, to all of that. So. I mostly wanted to put this in here for a few reasons. Maybe, maybe, maybe Chris Evans might do a bit of a, a little cameo, like a flashback thing. Not so much like Captain America 4 by any, by any chance or being like a, a pivotal role in a future Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. But really my whole thing is just calm down before you're sharing information, before you're throwing out all these hypotheticals. Like, just take it down a notch. Because you know what? We had 10 great years of Captain America. Let's not let's let's just love it for what it was. We don't have to kind of beat beat a dead horse on this one, and uh, you know, just just see I, what the MCU I, comes our way. I would love I would love for it to be true if he was going to come and appear and do anything. I'd love it. 
I'm not expecting it because he was very almost adamant about the fact that it would have to be something really spectacular in order for that to occur. It was a great post for the character. It was. I mean, you you just it kind of it almost diminishes the absolute very end of Endgame if you kind of just throw him to the wolves, you know, yeah. by popping him in somewhere. Now, if he's in some kind of flashback or something like that, I don't think that's a betrayal to the story that wrapped up. Or a voiceover in or any way. Like yeah, I think but, it's fine. you know. Uh, yeah, so let's move on. So we have uh, Kevin Feige, as we were talking about before. Uh, he says that uh, there's always a chance that the Netflix Marvel heroes will be appearing in the MCU saying everything is on the table. I mean, we, well, which, which really we already knew about this. There's already talk about uh, Daredevil for, for Spider-Man. It's not even talk. It's, it's like he finished filming the other day yeah. and somebody announced it. So, like, it's, it's a fait accompli. Mm-hmm. Charlie Cox... Charlie Cox is definitely in Spider-Man 3 and he's definitely playing Matt Murdock. So, you know, if it goes somewhere from there, again, the rumor mill is they're going to reboot Daredevil, but with Charlie Cox and supposedly with Vincent D'Onofrio. So as Kingpin, as, as, so Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin could make his debut in the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. But, um, Again, at this point, everything is such a rumor, but the facts that we know at this point is there's no doubt in the world at this point that um, that Charlie Cox is in Spider-Man 3. That's for certain. You also have another Disney Plus show coming up that has a superhero lawyer as its main focus. Mm-hmm. She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. So how do you not... At in at some point, how do you not have Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock in there? I'm just saying there's multiple opportunities for them to kind of seed this reboot, if you will, uh, you know, of of the Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock show. That's what I or Daredevil show. That's what I think, and um, I hope that's true. Just like I hope it's true that Chris Evans pops up somewhere as Captain America. I'm really kind of hoping a little bit more for the Charlie Cox thing because I think that was cut off in its prime. Mm. And so I think they really need to have those street-level characters back in the MCU. That's what I think. I I think they should be in the MCU, but honestly, maybe it's just me. The fact that they never really involved the Netflix part of the MCU in, and now they're going to do it two or three years after they canceled everything just feels kind of weird to me. Like I almost, I almost would rather if they're going to bring them in, either get new people or I don't know, just don't do it. But I, I, feel weird about that. I think the case though, again, the Dom think about it, you know, just the idea of Disney plus like yeah. before they announced that they're going to do a streaming service, they had to take a lot of steps leading into uh-huh. it to just plan for it. So yeah. uh, there was, I think there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff where uh-huh. yep in the end the the netflix universe they were able to reference things vaguely in the marvel universe but they almost wanted maybe to keep it maybe at arm's length so they're not advertising netflix because all of a sudden netflix was going to be a big competitor for them but they had yeah. to write out the marvel netflix contract that they had for those those figures so that's why i think yeah. the reason is and even if they don't just for arguments they do do a re- reboot or a soft reboot um 
you know, they had to kind of plan things accordingly again to just kind of make things work, but also kind of think of their competition at the same time. Yeah, I mean, they, they just, have it, them back now. Oh yeah, they do. They have they're fully back vested in the MCU, so they can use the characters. That's why I think Charlie Cox uh, is in Spider-Man Three because it, it was there's such a loyal following to that character and to that TV show mm -hmm. that it would be really bizarre for them just to let him rot. I just don't, I just don't see that as happening. I, I have to believe that they're, I know, don't get me wrong. A part of this is I want it too, yeah. but I think the bigger part of it is it doesn't make sense to let that character sit idly by, Agreed. but develop Moon Knight. And I, I agree with that completely. My only thing right now, though, is to, you know, we the last M big major MCU movie that came out was Endgame. We're dealing with like galactic threats and end of the universe. And now we want to involve like street level superheroes and just feels like a weird like it's kind of disjointed to me where it's like, OK, we're dealing with Thanos. And now let's throw Luke Cage and Iron Fist into this. Just feel but not, not to say I don't like those characters. Yeah. It just feels strange to me. You know what I mean? Like it feels like what are we doing? Are we trying to are we going to involve them? going forward are we going to build them into something but or are we also, just throw them in because we have them but also remember dom i mean like 10 years ago the fact that they were making a thor movie was the most idiotic you know hard to believe uh, uh thing in the world so the yeah, fact yeah. that go we're, listen to the shows <laughs> from that era which which i'm still not sure if big kev actually believes that he still saw those movies let alone a fourth one all, that's going to be coming three out. of them yeah but let alone the fourth one coming out not only did did he see all three of them but was completely enamored of all of them yeah so you know, i really thought they all three of them were great so the fact that they're just kind of uh, i don't even know if reviving is really the right word but the fact that they're rolling out these uh, beloved characters at a more personal level to connect with folks um, is really no surprise. Uh, I think if you like look at the, the the big scale of the of or big scope of everything. So I mean, I I fully support them using everything. I'm, it's not like I don't I don't want I do want it to happen. It just feels weird that we're doing it mm -hmm. now. To me, you know what I mean. I feel Contracts. like it's Contracts. something we should have been able. I know that's <laughs> it sucks when the business gets involved in it because then it really just just, just how misses it is everything. Uh, one thing I think is just kind of worth us mentioning um, uh, in the news is uh, Ben Affleck was in a interview with the Hollywood Reporter, and uh, he was talking about Marvel's uh, Kevin Feige, uh, as it were, and he had just some amazing praise uh, uh, for Kevin. Honestly, I think it's just one of those things where you know he he just calls it how it is, the forgetting his alliances or who he knows or whatever or whoever may. You know, he may piss off saying he's the only guy in the world who, if he was told, I know what the audience wants. I believe him 100 percent. The fucker knows his audience like no producer ever. And that's pretty much a direct quote right there, along with the curse words and everything like that. So it's, you know, it's hard to argue 10 years worth of filmmaking. Exactly. Exactly. And how oh, yeah. he's helping no, train other people at the same time who are maybe just as pivotal or, or really be able to contribute over the next 10 years. So, well, you know what it is, you know what it is though, in fairness, other people know what the audience wants. There's guys at DC who know what the audience, I mean, these days it's hard to even tell because they've destroyed now their comic universe, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I suspect there's still some guys at DC who know what the audience wants, but they have to run it through the filter of Warner brothers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> where, where and Warner Bros is like no 
no, this, do this thing. Like and they're like, I mean, all right, am I getting paid? Yeah. Oh, man, fuck it. Do it. <laughs> However, the filter at <laughs> the filter at Disney is you don't argue with the guy that just did 10 years worth of amazing filmmaking. It's like arguing with John Favreau and, uh, uh, and what's Filoni. his name? Filoni about, you know, doing star Wars TV shows. You don't <laughs> argue with the two of them. You, you, you're not just like, I, I think we could do this better. You don't know shit about doing <laughs> star Wars TV and Dave Filoni and, 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 and uh, uh, John Favreau, Favreau are are just they are cloaked in success with Star Wars TV cloaked so on a, a, that's the difference the difference is it's the difference between creative guys who know what they're doing and listening to what the fans want versus creative guys who are like I I think we should do it this way and having executives go no you should do it this way <laughs> that's why the Christian Bale Batman movies work because they didn't say to uh, they didn't say to um, Chris Nolan, we know how to make a better Batman movie than you do, especially after the first one was so huge. They didn't say that to him. Uh, that's why the current DC movies don't work. That's why Spider-Man three, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man three. That's why that movie didn't work because Sam said, you know, like, this is what we need to do. And the studio said, no, 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 this is what you're going to do. And made him do stuff he didn't want to do, a.k.a. Venom. So, you know, like, it's, 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 it's clear as crystal. If you just look through the pantheon of hero films, the ones that worked and the ones that didn't, uh, the ones that worked were made by creative people who were not, did not have their hands tied by executives. And the ones that, failed were just completely you know just we're just just suits suits not having a clue about the audience or anything else and that's that's what it boils down to really so let's move on to talk a little bit more uh about batman at this point because there is talk um of a batman the animated series sequel that is being oh, yeah. in development at hbo max uh, the rumor, because there aren't enough rumors going on right now, uh, is coming from Kevin Smith. Uh, when his co-host on his podcast talked about a revival of the show, uh, Smith said, quote, I think that's real. I don't think that's a rumor. I wouldn't say set your watch to it, but it's an idea whose time is not only coming, I think it came, and it's smoking a cigarette. I think that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I, Get it? Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm... A part of me feels like it had such a great run. Let's yeah. let's let it lie, uh, you know. Let because you can go back and just rewatch it. It's almost like you know, hey, why don't they revive Firefly and continue going with the actual stories? Like, let they it, should let it be. Uh, uh, I'm almost good Wait. if it just stays as is at that point. But but at least you know with what? Batman. Yes. No, no. Go on. No. Finish your thought. I'm, I'm I don't just, want to interrupt. I'm just saying that. Uh, let those sto those stories were already told. Try something that's new, fresh. Of course, if you don't get everybody who was in the original uh, Batman the Animated Series, no one's gonna you know it's gonna upset a lot of people. Uh, specifically, uh, the voice of Batman and Joker, uh, and which they, I think they would actually go out of their way to do that, make sure that happens. Uh, but 
I, I'm at the point where it'd be kind of nice just to either rewatch some of those old '90s uh, Batman stories, um, or to just try new ones. Let's not kind of, you know, bring back those old things. I think it would be good just to kind of tell fresh new stories. But uh, uh, I think I've I can already safely assume I'm in the minority on that one. <laughs> I don't think that you're the minority, but I think it's Batman. So there's not a limited amount of stories that can be told. That's number one. Number two, if they're going to revive that show, let's call it revival. If they're going to revive that show, that assumes that they're going to get Kevin Conroy and Mark, Mark Hamill, Arlene Sorkin, some of the more, some of the voices that you know from that show. One assumes that that would be the case. If it were not the case, I would be the first person to condemn it because it's not a revival then. It's just a different Batman animated series of which we have had what? Since this animated series, we've had at least... how many. We've at least one or two. Several, more than even. Yeah. I mean, there was the really interesting one that was really interestingly designed. The Joker looked like this huge dreadlock guy. I don't know if you remember yeah. that one. Uh, that was just called I, like uh, the Batman, I think. That was in Batman the, Beyond, right? No, 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 no. no, no. no. It was Bat- like a Batman, Batman Beyond was the actual sequel to Batman yeah, the Animated that, Series. That was my other thing. Like that's that that was more of a sequel. I think this would be a revival. That's why I think sequel is the wrong word. I think this would be a revival where they continue telling stories. Maybe it's a few years down the line. You know, maybe Dick Grayson is, you know, an older Nightwing now. I don't know. But, you know, the point I'm making is, you know, there's a lot of things that they can do to, um, you know, a, a, a lot of stories that they could tell in a revival so long as it's a revival. You know, but don't just try to tie it off to that animated series simply because that animated series was amazing. All of which, exactly. by the way, Mr. Monty are on HBO Max. This is true. Yeah. So, My, uh, yeah, you can check you those out you. there. And then, I, I mean, the only other thing I was going to say was, uh, yeah, and Batman Beyond is there as well. The the seek the the spinoff of Batman Beyond, however, is not on HBO Max. The something project. The I can't remember the name of it. Um, it was one season. I thought it was really good. Maybe I'm the only one. Um, uh, but I can't remember the name of it. Uh, beta <laughs> project, maybe something like that. Anyway, um, th- the point is, is that you can see all those stories. That's great. They're never going to stop making Batman content. They're never going to stop oh, making sure. Batman cartoons. If, if we have to have another Batman car, here's, here's where I- I'm trying to reach you, Mr. Monty. If we have to have another Batman animated series, would you rather a revival with those voices, that style of animation, that great storytelling, telling like get telling, telling mm-hmm. uh, like get what's his name back on board, uh, Paul Dini, uh, you know, like all those guys that made. Would you rather have that back, or would you rather have them have another attempt at um, reworking what already works? That's where I think if they're going, they're going to do it, Monty, they're going to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So what would you rather have them do? Would you rather have dreadlocky experimentally designed Batman show? Or would you rather have the, the design, the voices, the, the creative team, uh, all those people, would you rather have all those people behind it? I would rather have the team from the nineties show 
than anything else. And since we're going to get an animated series anyway, it might as well be that. That's where I'm at. We're going to say sandwich. So my thing about that, that exact point actually is to, to the credit of Batman, the animated series, in my opinion, it's quite possibly the best animated superhero cartoon of all time. That's my personal opinion. I'm not going to die on that hill. If you have other opinions, you're allowed to have other opinions. If you have another opinion, you call the GVM hotline 201-730-2547. Let us know what you guys like. But my thing is, it was a great show in the 90s, and it worked in the 90s. We're in 2021. It's been a long time. There's been several times, I feel like, where they've tried to take something that was great 30 years ago, and sure, you could bring everyone over. It's so different because those people aren't the same people they were 30 years ago. I understand if you bring the entire team back, yeah, it'll be the same people who sat in the same chairs, but it's not the same people in those chairs. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, different. Listen, let's just not knock things just because I'm, I'm they're not, 30 years old. No, sir, that's not the sir. point. It's not a knock. What I'm telling you is it was perfect. Batman the Animated Series is my favorite cartoon of all time. And I think we could do a Batman cartoon without tying it and saying it's a sequel series to Batman the Animated Series. We could just do a Batman cartoon. Sure, put in the same art style. Sure, get the same people. You don't have to say it's a sequel series. Don't even say it's a revival. revival. Don't let's stop. Yeah, but they shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't even touch the old one. They shouldn't. It, the, it's I, like I don't think doing a revival. You know, of Pet it, Cemetery. It's like Animaniacs. You, you know, Pet Cemetery. Where, where, you, where you dig up your favorite pet and then you put it in the pet cemetery and it comes back and it's evil and it's messed up and it doesn't work. We, it shows you you can't do that. We've we've really animaniacs. We've really we've really gone, gone off the rails on this one. Let's start over. Hey, look, I just want to get this out there that just because you know, just because something is thirty years ago doesn't mean that it can't work now. That's all I'm saying. No, I understand that, but there's no there's no point. And relating it to Batman, just call it another Batman cartoon. Batman, what? the new generation. What? Batman this. Batman that's that was. The that's the problem, Sandwich. What? That's the problem. What? Because, because the moment you do that, right, okay. you're setting it apart. And the point that I'm entirely trying to make is that they don't need to set it apart. If they make they it a revival. They don't. Why are we reviving it? Because it was amazing. Excellent. You and know we still up? have the talent, the voice talent, the creative talent. The the we have all of those people are still available. So why on earth wouldn't you take a stab don't. at reviving something from thirty years ago? But don't we rag on this show about people with no creativity rebooting things? That's oh no 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 no. What's the no. difference? Hold Where's the, the line? Where's okay. the line? Okay, if you shut your pie hole for two seconds, I'll tell you. Because they're not rebooting it. But reboot shh, shh, you shush. Rebooting it, sir, would be to be restarting it with new people and that animated, you know that the Batman show that we're talking about? That's a reboot of a Batman animated series. When you reboot you are starting anew with new things, new people, new talent, and so on and so forth. 
what they're doing is the same thing that Animaniacs did, which is they're using the same voice talent. They're using the same Rob Paulson, friend of this program. We're using they're using the same creative team, writers, and so on and so forth. Therefore, it is not a reboot. They are reviving it, which means they ended it. And we have the same group of people. And now we're reviving it and bringing it back. Reboot is a totally different thing. It's not a sequel. It's not a reboot. It would be a revival. There was already a sequel. It was Batman Beyond. That's done. The revival of Batman the Animated Series could be huge. You know why? Because those stories were amazingly told, amazingly rendered, amazingly performed, and we now have the same group of people, presumably, we have the same group of people who are getting together and saying, yeah, let's do this again. Why not? That's the difference. Go ahead. In the interest of time, <laughs> I've decided that I am not going to further this any longer. I will That's, back down. No, 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 I, sir. There are no time. No, sir. There's no time. Okay, then I'll uh, tell you. Then I'll tell you. Then I'll tell you. Okay, then you, good. You ready? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm just. I. Okay, it's a revival, right? So you're yes. gonna take the same. Then it. Why? Where's the line between reboot and revival? Because it. Because it's a new. Because it's. I, I can explain it again if you want. I, no, you did. You did okay. explain it. And okay, it's where's not the different. line? Yeah. Give me a reboot. Give me an example of a reboot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of a reboot right now. I That's what I'm saying. Because unless you can give me an example of a reboot that is different than the definition that I just gave you for the difference between a reboot and a revival... What I'm telling I, you, I just don't think they need to attach it to Batman the Anime series. That's all I'm trying to say. Let okay. Batman the Anime series let it be alone. Say you're making a show with everyone, and it'll get the same amount of hype. They're throwing Batman the Anime series in the front of the articles and in front of it because they yeah. want to get people to come watch it. And I think that's a bad tactic. They're doing it, sandwich, because it's the same people, presumably. The same people making the show, the same people oh, writing I it, have an, creating I it, have an idea it. for a reboot. Okay. Geeks of TNG. <laughs> yes! You're exactly... You just made my point! How did I make your point? Show. You just made my point by using this show. How? What's the difference? There's no OG! If we rebooted it as Geek Stuff TNG and OG was here, it would be a it would be just a rebranding. Technically, you're correct. Geek Stuff TNG is a reboot. Now, if if Monty left and you left and OG came back, it would be a revival. Do you get it now? Technically, technically Monty could stay. If you left and OG came back, it would be a revival. Uh, uh, that would assume, of course, that we switched the name back to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. That would be a revival. What I'm saying is if they're making a whole separate series, yes, it's a whole new thing, right? It, so why are they up putting where the other series left off? You can't do that, though. Where, where are you going to... 
There was no ending, Dom. They were standalone I, episodes. I understand that. But what okay. I'm saying is it's a perfect show. Why risk fucking it up? What makes you think that what 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 I, I will about say, I will say this I will say this much um it, when the female Ghostbusters movie was completely uh torn apart Reboot. by folks or something like you know and everything that movie depending you know let's let's forget the the criticism all for one second uh mo- the movie did not impact the quality of the first film and 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 thank you, Mr. Monty, for bringing that up because that is an excellent example of a reboot. Yes, it's Ghostbusters. It's actually still named Ghostbusters. And it's all different people. None of the other people, I mean, they had cameos. None of the other creative people were involved in doing that. Therefore, it is not a revival. But Ghostbusters, Afterlife, Ghostbusters Afterlife is supposed technically to Technically, will be... A sequel, it will be a revival, I think, if they continue forward from there. Then I would think they would be reviving the series. That's that's just my opinion. But 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 Dom, do you do you see where what what I'm getting at? They're not attaching it to the animated series just to get people to watch it. They're attaching it to the animated series because they stopped doing it years ago. And now they're going to start doing it again. Same people, same style, same storytelling, and so on. Assuming all of that is true, that would be a revival. Not a reboot, not a sequel. Okay. There you go. Okay. Uh, I'm glad we cleared that up. I want to hit just one more story before we hit uh, the break at this point. Uh, And that's the fact that uh, Warner Brothers unveils the first new Mortal Kombat movie images. Uh, I think it was like five or ten of them, something like that, that they dropped. And, um, you know, I'm I'm actually kind of excited uh, now for this. Uh, I'm I'm good just with the stills. I don't need to hear uh, the soundtrack. I don't need to see a trailer or anything like that uh, with them trying to impersonate some of the, I would assume, would be kind of the original (laughs) games. Uh, Yes. The man who I Mortal Kombat? Right? Yes. Mortal Kombat, a reboot. One would imagine so. Uh, they are. At this point, yes. There's been other Mortal Kombat movies. These are not the same people doing it. Can we leave the previous story reboot. in the past? Just, just, just leave I'm it. Just, I'm He's just got 6,000 miles ex- of safety. That's why he feels <laughs> safe. <saying that>. <laughs> <laughs> Leaves that oh, air. that was great. Oh, God. Let's go to break. Oh, and with that. Oh, big... we got to go to break. With that, Mr. Monty and, and, and on point, Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode uh, 620. 6,000 miles of safety. No, I know. I'm going to, I think we should call it. Uh, sandwich on point. <laughs> there you go. After these messages, we'll be right back. Vicious Smith checking in uh, with some exclusive intel. 2021 has been declared the year of Doom Patrol. It just got flexed into existence. So head on over to Danny Street for the nonstop party. Hello, hello. good afternoon. Uh, this is your friend West Coast Scott that you obviously all know. Um, 
I'm just calling to announce that I don't want to be part of this show anymore. Um, I'm going to focus on my baking and becoming an alpha male, possibly playing football. Um, anyway, please block me from all social media going forward. Don't play my calls anymore. I don't want to be part of the show. Um, so please, you know, I'll block you, but you have to block me and, and all that stuff. So uh, it's really me uh, to prove it. I, my wife's name is Brittany, and I love Disney World, Disneyland. Anyway, um, West Coast Scott here signing off. Don't talk to me anymore. Don't mention me. Bye. Okay. It's Grandmama. Sorry. I just listened to the Sandwich Shop episode 619.5. I have to retract my statements um, to Mr. Sandwich. I apologize. It was very nice hearing it. And I guess I'll come out of the pizzeria and go back to the sandwich shop. Um, I enjoyed it. And no, you'll never grow up. You'll always have your Transformers and your, I don't know, Ninja Turtles and all those things. But I still love you. Um, thanks for posting your show today. I really, really needed it. I will talk to you guys soon. Have fun tonight. I'll be listening tomorrow. Bye. Monty, are you sure this is safe? This store looks sort of very spooky. Sandwich, relax. The Graveyard Gallery is an amazing place and it has something for everybody. But but, but it's called the Graveyard Gallery. Sounds like they're into spooky stuff and, you know, I'm a very delicate person. Well, you're definitely right on both accounts. But it doesn't matter if you want collectibles as far back as the cabinet of Dr. Caligari or something related to obscure movies that only diehards know about. There's something for everybody here. I, I, I mean, I do have to admit, the, the range of collectibles is pretty stellar and pretty creative, I'll be honest. They have a wide range in stock. It could be hot toys, prop replicas, statues. They got you, man. These clothes are something else, too. Is that real blood on that shirt? Not on all of them. But they got hoodies, shirts, beanies. They even have stuff with Herman Munster, Dracula, and Red from that 70s show. Wow, dude, these handmade items are awesome. This heart's still beating. All right, put that back where you found it, okay? But the handmade items are some of my favorite things in the store. They have paintings, masks, dolls, and of course, prints. You gotta have prints on your wall. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I was having a fascinating conversation with the gentleman over there who's a bat now. Um, and he helped me pick out some great collectibles for me. It's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Did he show you the human skull in the cabinet brought to you by Dark Interiors? The what? Zoinks! He better be going to the ATM and then come back to buy a spine. The Graveyard Gallery at thegraveyardgallery.com and on Etsy, Instagram, as well as Facebook as The Graveyard Gallery. Go to them for one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. New horror-related items are in each week from big and small companies and one-of-a-kind creations. The Graveyard Gallery. Spine sold separately. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called The PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. 
And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com and also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Bitch, what you don't know about me, I can just about squeeze in the grand fucking canyon. Hey, this is Kevin Smith, Big Kev's love slave. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? Then you're listening to Big Kev's geek stuff. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking mouth. Jesus why don't you shut up? Live from Studio M, the sandwich shop, and Big Kevuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing in the engine lights power-up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month, as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Are you okay, Kevin? Yeah, I'm good. That's that's really it looks, scary. It, it looks like Smeagol when he found the ring. Yeah, that's actually a perfect... <laughs> because you can't see what Nick is seeing. <laughs> It is that is that is really really spooky right now. Uh, speaking of spooky, by that's the way, quantum, boys, that, that's quantum mechanics. Let's uh, let's go back to the reads. Uh, we do have one our new sponsor, also to thank the Graveyard Gallery, our latest sponsor, over at Twenty One Main Street in Butler, New Jersey, zero seven four zero five. I need to emphasize just how great the people are over there who are running the location. Uh, the, yes. the way they are creating new, uh, really like one of a kind pieces uh, for 
your horror collection. But at the same time, if if you're not into the genre, like our scared young sandwich, uh, if you you appreciate classic movies, I highly recommend you checking them out. Um, uh, to see what kind of items they may have, or if you know, if you just like those, like the oddities kind of things. Uh, at the same time, uh, there's a lot of good stuff which uh, I'm hoping to get my hands on. Uh, very, very soon for my home. So uh, it will be pretty, pretty badass, which, of course, I would talk about here. But again, the Graveyard Gallery, 21 Main Street in Butler, New Jersey, 07405. Uh, tell them uh, that Geek Stuff TNG sent you. Um, and if you order anything online, tell them anyways. Figure it out. It's a technological world. I'm sure there's a way. I believe in you. You can do it. Uh, so the Graveyard Gallery. There you go. So, gents, we did have three very interesting, very intriguing voicemails right there. So let, let's let's Whoa. just go let's just go down the line there. So we had uh, okay. our our lovely party on member Smith coming and talking about uh, uh, Doom Patrol, saying that this will be the year of Doom Patrol and that there's a party going on. And you know what? I'm just gonna say that he's absolutely right. It's a brilliant comment, and uh, anyone that argues with him is absolutely wrong. Because wow, you know, I I don't want to argue about this. It was a great show. I, I loved it so Strong much. Words. Strong oh, words. No, 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 no. This is this is this. I'm just saying this is the second time that you have attempted to to draw me in to. I you know you what? Know, this big Kev. Here's the thing. Honestly, I almost want you to. I know what Give you want. In, no, no. Here's what. No, no. In all sincerity, you think, you think I'm new at this? You think I don't know? <laughs> I, I, I how many years of OG egging me on? You think I don't know what's going on here? I want you to just think about it again with uh, an open mind and and let your heart embrace it, so that we can <laughs> love this property together. Because I'm just enjoying it that damn much. I can show you Doom Patrol, and apparently a lot of other people feel the same way. I didn't want to say anything. I thought it was good too. <laughs> Thank you, Dom. Thank you. I don't uh, want to say anything. I don't want to get him riled up. We have another voicemail from Speaking of riled up. Not West Coast Scott, which was the most confusing yes. voicemail <laughs> that I have ever heard. One. That was an interesting one. So what we have is I'm doing air quotes, West Coast Scott telling uh, informing us. That he's quitting the show. That I, he doesn't want to be associated with our program any longer. Uh, he's going to focus on. I don't. I don't understand what the being an alpha male and baking were about. I don't know what those references are to. I don't know if that's something on his show or something on another show because I know Scott gets around. Even though he belongs <laughs> to us, we loan him out. Like old, think like old movie studios when they loaned out like Joan Crawford <laughs> to other studios. That's what we do with West Coast Scott. Except his own show, we don't have anything to do with loaning him to that. He owns that. Um, but that said, um, uh, I just want to point out that this is clearly not West Coast Scott, number one. <laughs> number two, I have deduced who this is. I, I, want, I want to call him East Coast Sid for some reason. Well, I, I have a better name for you, sir. Okay. I believe this is none other than um, actor Adam Driver. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I think Adam Driver somehow has caught wind of West Coast Scott's show and his disdain for Kylo Ren and has just decided to pawn Scott. 
That's what I think is happening. I think Adam Driver is disguising, trying to disguise himself. How could you? Such a distinctive voice. And trying to say that he's West Coast Scott. He doesn't want to be involved with us anymore. But we know that that's not true. So I'm interested to hear how not West Coast Scott, a.k.a. Adam Driver, uh, will respond to us calling him out. We're calling you out, not West Coast Scott, not Scott. We're calling you out, not Scott, a.k.a. Adam Driver. And, uh, yeah, we, we challenge you to call back in and explain yourself. We don't know what West Coast Scott <laughs> did to you, sir. We're fans. I mean, we're not really fans of those Star Wars movies you were in, but you were all right in them. <laughs> um, and I've liked some of the other things that you've done. Most of them, in fact. So, you know, I don't know. I'd like to know what your beef with Scott is. So that was our second call. And our third. Right? Or that was the third. That, that was the third. Well, the... the, the oh, no, no. That was the more. second call. We got one more. Gra yeah, the, the best one for last. Grandmama called into the show. Now, now, Big Kev, she left a two-minute-ish voicemail pretty right. much just berating our young sandwich. <laughs> but what happened was when she was criticizing about not there being a sandwich shop, a bonus show that she was going to have to maybe leave and go to the next, to go to a pizza shop instead. Um, right after she left the voicemail, apparently Dom dropped the bonus show. So it kind <laughs> of made it a little invalid. Whoops. So I let grandmama <laughs> off with the first voicemail, just playing the second one where pretty much she uh, just, you know, expresses her love towards everybody. I, um, I just want to say mm -hmm. to my nanny, I appreciate your faith in me. You know, it, it, <laughs> I showed you, huh? I, I don't want to say anything. I love her. She's so nice to me. Let me, she let me, me so, take, I'm the I only was, grandson. I was, I would she you. treats me like an angel. I would beat you. I love her so much. Thank you for yelling at me. I love you. Thanks for listening to me. I love you. You're the best. And just know uh, that she's ready to trade you in like uh, like yes. a, like an old uh, yeah, Toyota. How? So think of it like this. Yes. Thank you, Nanny. Thank you, Franny. Yes. I love you both. You're very beautiful. Yes. Um, but, but Mr. Monty, mm -hmm. I don't think we're addressing this at the right angle. How can we use this? How can we use this? this situation how can we convince grandmama uh -huh. to inspire young sandwich to be more uh shall we say responsible I'll for tell you how to get my grandmother to beat me i'll tell you I'm, how no 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 no, well, no 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 i'll tell you exactly right? how we do this big kev it's very very easy and straightforward okay we just have to tell grandmama that if Sandwich uh, falls behind on his duties for the show that she needs to do something uh, as punishment to him. And every grandma always has that one or two or multiple dishes that the grandkids love to come over and eat all the time. So uh, we'll just make stop. sure that grandma no. doesn't no. cook anymore for, no. for our young sandwich. And okay. that will look, he's shaking. Okay. He's visibly shaking that's right one, now. I'm actually that's crying. That's one possibility. That's I'm actually one crying. Please, no. Don't do it. Also, no. If I can, Mr. Monty, there's also a couple other things. Mm -hmm. All grandmamas also have the embarrassing stories. <laughs> so grandmama could also call in with a story about the young sandwich that, that our audience may appreciate. There's always that option. And then there's the nuclear option. You know what grandmamas have. 
Grandmama's got the photos. <laughs> Grandmama has got the photos. Nuclear I, option I think, sandwich. I think we. I think we've gone way too. Like nuclear we we went we went option. from slap on the wrist to like nuclear warfare pretty pretty quickly hey, on this one. So have you met me? Have you met me? Have you met me? I don't even believe in slap on the wrist. I believe slapping on the wrist with a brick. I maybe. love. I love how you have a Hydra T-shirt on as you got all animated. <laughs> as you uh, look at it again. <laughs> look at it again. Is Outstanding. Is it? I talk, Big Kev. Yes. Nah, it's not. Well, there you go. It's a double whammy there, but uh, so there you go. Our it's a mashup. I got that celebration. I, I just want to say, I think all of these options are nuclear and just so, so just. All right, all right. No, <laughs> please. Just saying, um, boys, we have some product to talk about. Uh, Big Cat, before we go into the stuff that we have in hand, I wasn't sure if you guys wanted yes. to talk about. Um, there was a new Star Wars, uh, hot toy. That is also dropping. I wasn't sure if you guys wanted to hit on oh, that really bitch. quickly. Um, what was that? Son of a bitch. It was Dark Trooper. They baby. never stop. They don't. They never stop. Do you want to talk about yeah, this? Yeah, I'll say this, what it is. Is this going to hurt yeah. you and your wallet way too much? Yep, it is. It's already done. <laughs> it's already done. <laughs> I killed and you. It's the, it's the Dark Trooper from Mandalorian. One six scale Dark Trooper from Mandalorian. Drop today. Uh, you can get it at the official uh, U.S. distributor of hot toys, which is sideshowcollectibles.com. Uh, yeah, it's up for pre-order. The billing, if you're going the payment plan, get this. This is how far out this is. The billing plan doesn't even start until February of 22. <laughs> yep yep that's right the billing for this toy is over a year away i would assume no. that's because they are so backed up right now because of covid and the fallout from there and everything like that one would assume besides the fact that it's a very complex figure uh, yeah, at the exact well, same time. So I think those, those we, two things kind of are why it's pushed back for so long. Here's what I think is coming into play. There's no reuse. No reuse at all. There's not like a body that or, or an armor. It's not like they took a stormtrooper and put new stuff on him and made him the Jetta stormtrooper and gave him a little dirty paint or, or, or a remnant stormtrooper where they just dirtied him up. This is sculpted brand new from top to bottom. That's why. But my problem, or not problem, my issue is they already have pictures of the toy. And they don't have one picture. They have 36 pictures, which means we're not seeing computer renditions of this toy. It's the toy. You know, which means they at least have, by the looks of the photo, they have at least three or four prototypes. So Hot Toys is usually, let's call it nine months to a year turnaround most times anyway, which is fine. Um, 
But yeah, I was just shocked. I was shocked. I wasn't shocked that they did it. I was shocked about how they are stacking them up. They had two Star Wars drops last week from one from Mandalorian. Technically, one is from Rogue uh, uh, from Rogue One. They did the um, one of the Grail items. If you're a Hot Toy Star Wars collector, one of the Grail items is the Beach Trooper from Rogue One that came out in 2016. I've seen it go for as high as two thousand dollars. I've seen it go for as low as five hundred. Right, that's now, right? Um, so they put out. They put out what is effectively kind of a slightly updated one, but the coloring is different, so it's not going to be a reissue or a reboot <laughs> or a revival. Um, it's 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 a brand it's brand new, and they've also put out a second one that's more in line with what they look like in the Mandalorian. Um, so those two things said, um, Hot Toys. It's like every. It's like it's almost. It's at least two a month, I think, now on Star Wars. It's nearing that in any case. I think the month before, I think, was the driver. Was that green sort of driver like um, like the Mandalorian and Bill Burr pretended to be in that episode? Yeah. For, those, for those of you that remember, that I think that was the month before that. And I, th- I feel like there was another one that month too that I'm forgetting. I don't know. But the point is, is it's, it's, a, it's a neck-breaking, wallet-busting pace <laughs> that they're releasing stuff at this point. Um, so, yeah. But uh, not a surprise. I was a little shocked that, I, you know, I have over a year before I even start paying it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't think it happened in a year. Uh, I will say that at the moment, though, the sandwich has some very, very intriguing uh, uh, figures. Again, yes. that we picked up from Sideshow that we're going to be talking about today. Um, These, I mean, they're, they're they're just go. I mean, they're really cool. That's all. I can all say. right. So uh, we're going to go one at a time here because I have two. So it's just going to be easier for me to break it down one at a time. Uh, I'm going to start with. I'm just going to start with uh, the Batman. Spoiler: One of them is Batman. Uh, so spoiler, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know. Oh, right, the official that looks pretty Batman Noir. Yes. Batman, no, okay, thank you. I was about to say, I don't know the official name for it. First of all, I just want to say he's got a really long and really legit cape, which I appreciate. As a so, Batman Noir, I don't know if you guys can see it well. I don't know the my framing got a little messed up right now. No, it's good. Um, so you know, while while uh, sandwich is is showing this off to the camera, say something, sandwich. Hello, I am there, showing so it the off to the camera. Gets back on you. There I you am. Uh, what's what's the girl from? Um, Vanna White. Vanna White. Yeah, I'm Vanna. Do, do, do. So what we should say is this is actually <laughs> produced by Sideshow. Uh, it's a one six scale Batman figure, um, done in uh, black and white and gray tones. Um, looks beautiful, which by is, the way. Yeah, which is is kind of sideshow pawning off a little bit of a really, really popular DC yeah. statue line, the Batman black and white statue line. There were a couple of comics as well, or actually several that were released over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman black and white. They're kind of one-off stories. I like those. Um, that were those. done completely in black and white. 
And uh, Sideshow kind of jumped on and said, you know what? We got this. We got this Batman. We got this Joker. Let's deck them out black and white and see what happens. And it just, they just turned out amazing. Should I do the switch? Should I, should I? Yeah. Show the other one. Why not? I I will say really quickly as you're doing that, uh, uh, Dom, I'm on the Sideshow website. And I think this is the first time this ever happened. The pop-up window. Uh, came up saying the item is almost sold out and they only have a few left. Now, a few can literally mean a few or maybe a hundred. Who know, who know, who exactly knows? I'm, I'm, when they I'm mean going a by few, a pop-up. When they mean a few, it's a few. We went, you know, way back in the day, OG and I, I was OG, maybe OG might not have been with me. It might have been guys. It might have been guys from uh, uh, some of the Star Wars guys from the UK uh and we went into the warehouse and we saw what a few left look like three sitting on a pallet so yeah what's what's happening there uh mr sandwich i'm just waiting for my uh my opportunity to Go right show ahead. off the joker here first of all like sideshow excellent quality these this, this is like a legit suit a legit tiny suit <laughs> on this figure which i just appreciate so much it's a beautiful looking figure I will say this: um, Joker has a lot more custom, like customization, like a lot more parts for him than the Batman figure had for his suit. You mean? something? Well, he's got a lot of a lot of different hands. He's got a lot more different like things to put in his hands. I feel like mm-hmm. it's a little weird. He's got a lot of different different hand positions or whatever than the Batman. It's like twelve to four. Is a difference, which is a little a lot. Oh, it's not, it's you, not a mean bad like, thing. you mean like accessory pieces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, like, is, what does each one have? Let us okay. let us know what each one has. So the Batman has two different batarangs, right? And four hands, right. not counting the two, you know, obviously attached to his body, right? And the Joker has um, one, two, he's got ten hands, ten hands. Wow, a knife. Um, it looks like a crowbar and a cane, a crowbar and a cane. I don't know if you heard that properly. And a card. Yeah. And a playing card. Yes, and a playing card. I didn't know that was in the that was with the stand, so I didn't notice that. So Joker's a lot more. Don't lose it. I, I'm not. I didn't even take it out. It's Good. staying in there. So Joker has a lot more stuff. Not a bad thing because it's still a beautiful piece, and you can still display these excellently in your home. You know. Just, just, just so you know, you'll have a lot more options with your Joker than you will with your Batman, which is right. fine. Batman's, you know, kind of a more stoic character. He doesn't, he doesn't need a lot of fancy hand signs and whatnot, you know. Fists or open hand, that's all he needs. I will, I'll say this much. Uh, these are two figures where I would either want to display them one of two ways. Uh, either you do it in front of the, the box that it comes with because it just, it, it flows. Box, it's very box. beautiful artwork that's on there and it flows quite nicely. Or, as I've mentioned before with a lot of Hot Toy figures, uh, this is the one where if you want to do lighting, very special lighting in a very specific area of wherever you house your collectibles, like you want to make sure you get like the right kind of shadows, uh, the right kind of blocking where everything kind of makes sense for the two figures. Because this this is the moment where I always say lighting really can make a difference. This is one where the shadows can really make these figures pop in a very great uh, great way at the same time. So there's a lot of kind of a, like experiment <clears throat> with these uh, if you do put these on your shelf. Uh, and I should also point out that the Joker version is $240, uh, limited edition of 500 with flex payments of 72 bucks. 
while the Batman is two twenty five, uh, with three payments of sixty seven fifty after you do the twenty three dollar deposit there. So it's all those hands. That's that's it's all where the, the hands. Comes yeah, in. you're paying. I think I think hands. it's the suit also. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, both of them obviously, you know, sideshow, excellent quality right. at all times. This is like legit quality, like cloth quality. Uh, now, now let's make that clear, by the way, that these are produced by Sideshow. These are not hot toys. Mm-hmm. They're produced by Sideshow, who has a DC license. They also have a Marvel license and have done some really wonderful Marvel figures as well. Um, uh, 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 like Daredevil and Captain America and the Ghost Rider they did really recently was spectacular. If I was just a hair more of a fan and wanted to go down yet another rabbit hole and watch Sandwich's head explode <laughs> by having to deal with those things, I might have done that. But um, the, the point is, is that, you know, Sideshow really is doing excellent quality in one sixth scale. Um, and these are two really, really fine examples of that. In fact, if someone was like, well, why should I buy a Sideshow piece over a Hot Toys piece? You know, I would say it's not a question of over or under. I would say it's a question of, you know, character. And this, I think, was a gutsy move by Sideshow to take a risk on doing black and white figures even though, in fairness, the DC black and white Batman statue line is probably the most famous collectible statue line ever. I think second only to which is the one that Mr. Monty collects, well, collected. I don't know if he's still collecting it, which is the bombshell line. You still collecting that? I, I still have them, but I'm, I'm more and more likely to, to move on them. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Bubba. But they're they're good. I have I have one of those in my. I have at least one of those in my. Collection. I was going to actually ask you about the the Harley Quinn Joker. Three, one, actually, we'll talk later about that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, actually, the Star Girl one is my favorite one. I got that too. Yeah, that one's great. Um, but uh, back to these. So, Batman, Joker, Noir, uh, both both still available, but few left. Is that what we're hearing? The it looks like there's a few more Joker Joker figures left, but Batman is uh, running pretty pretty low at the moment. Oh well, there you go. And honestly, this is the kind of thing where you do want to consider picking up both of them because they're going to display excellently oh, yeah. with oh, yeah. each other. For sure, um, for sure. Yeah. And so that said. Uh, check these out over at sideshowcollectibles.com. Uh, you can uh, look those up, purchase them. They do have some payment plans, uh, so you can hop on board there with a payment plan uh, uh, and, and afford these fine collectibles over time. Uh, fully posable, one-sixth scale figures. Uh, as Mr. Sandwich mentioned, the details, the Incredible. accessory. Incredible. Uh, Incredible as always. And so, yeah, definitely check them out. There they are. Batman and Joker a noir. There you go. Very I will, nice. I will say they're going to have a hell of a lot of stuff to be shipping out soon because, again, I understand there's delays, everything going on because of COVID. But, like, I have some stuff that uh, I paid for that we're just going to be waiting and they, they're going to be sending out delays and stuff like that. But it's just, uh, you know. Just wait. Just one of those things you're just dealing with and it's it's okay. It is what it is. Yep. I got a couple of those myself. Uh, I can imagine. Uh, so, boys, let's uh, wrap things up. Uh, you can find us each and every week over at Geek Stuff. Wait, before you, before you do that, Mr. Monty, oh, I just want to say, Sandwich, I, I don't know who those toys belong to, but if I were you, uh-huh. I'd wrap them really carefully and gently put them back in the box. You don't know who they belong to? I don't, I don't like to, you know, I don't, I don't like to use names, as you know. You know what I mean? 
Mr. Sandwich, we don't use names. You know what I'm saying? I know I know a thing or two about a thing or two. All right, boys, let's officially wrap up this uh, Frankenstein of an episode right now since there's so much editing to do later. Uh, you can catch me online. No, I got to say, I, I, I got to do, do the whole show Pulling now. Pulling the curtain back. Find us each and every week over at GeekStuffTNG.com. You can find us on the social medias as GeekStuffTNG on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagrams. You can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and the YouTubes. Big Kev. Uh, Geeks, uh, Big Kev GS on the Xbox One network, where I still occasionally play Red Dead Redemption 2 with the likes of Cousin Dave and Mumbles and... Well, it's just been Cousin Dave lately. Um, and Uncle E-Rock sometimes. Um, playing that, playing GTA, playing uh, Fortnite a little bit, um, but not really, hardly at all. Otherwise, you can find me at BK Geek Stuff, I think, everywhere else. Dumb. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Xbox at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Beautiful. And with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty and Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 620, to a close. Uh, the one we called, do we end up calling it Sandwich on Point? Mm-hmm. Based on that one joke? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, sandwich on Point, uh, the way we end some episodes by saying... Uh, not only will I take us out today, but I think this is the fifth time. Uh, I'm now trying to record this after the guys left. Uh, but I want to say that uh, to this past week, at least, uh, it's been a little bit rough. As uh, I lost a good buddy of mine, uh, who I grew up with doing a bunch of uh, like bands um, from way back in the day. And um, I wanted to just highlight to folks that uh, if you ever need to talk to someone, uh, whether it's about general problems that you might be having or um, just quarantine is getting to you or whatever the case may be, always reach out to somebody um, because uh, not having you around uh, will is not having you around will hurt a lot of people and you may never realize it. So. Um, sorry for being as vague as possible, but, uh, something I just kind of really needed to get off my chest. And with that, I will say good night, Danny, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
shut your fucking head.